You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. Hey everyone, Coach Ben here, and thank you for tuning in to The Benchcast. I have another awesome episode for you today. We're talking about three bench habits that need to break right now. Alright, three bench habits that need to, to die a death right now. You have to get them out of your training, and it is going to make you instantly a better bencher. Alright, and these are three things that I most commonly see with lifters, and we're going to address them right here, right now. But before we do, if you're not familiar with me, I'm Coach Ben. I'm a professional power lifter and bench press specialist. I have amassed an 820-pound competition bench in my career, and I have the pleasure of coaching lifters across the world uh, through our online coaching program. If you're a first-time listener, if you have been listening and you're getting a lot of value out of this podcast, shoot me an email, coachben at bigbenches.com. Shoot me an email and just let me know, hey, first-time listener, or I love the the podcast, Coach Ben. I've been listening for a while, and I want to send you a free gift, our top 20 bench cues, fully illustrated, sent right to your inbox. I just want to say thank you very much for supporting the podcast. All right, guys, let's get into it. Three bench habits that you need to break immediately. I think number one is a, a very, very common one, probably one of the most common bad habits that we have here when we're talking about the bench press and that is going to be lifting your head how many times i've had to tell athletes to stop lifting their head off the pad it's it's a very common thing you see this time and time again and what normally accompanies it why lifting the head off the pad is not something that i coach is not something um, that i promote is because when you lift your head It is usually going to be accompanied by a drop in your positioning. So you lift your head, your chest starts to cave down. Now, this is going to do a few things. Well, one, it's going to make the bench a longer range of motion because your touch point, essentially what you're touching to, your chest, is now decreasing, decreasing, decreasing. So you are traveling a longer distance. The second problem here is that that's also going to sacrifice our back tightness. And the argument is that you could lift your head and not necessarily drop positioning, but then I would counter-argue with that. That's still a bad thing because even if your positioning isn't shown to drop, you're still going to sacrifice some of your ability to keep your back tight. Because when you lift your head, just like if you look straight down in a squat, right, the rest of the body is going to follow. So you lift your head. Now you're taking that touch point where it should be almost on the back of your neck, upper traps. And now that touch point is going to start shifting more towards your upper back. You're not going to be able to stay as tight underneath the weight as you should be. So that's my gripe with lifting the head. This is something that's super common, like I said. And and I have been a culprit of doing this myself. I have used to lift my head on the pad um, and it was something that was very difficult to correct. All right, very, very difficult to correct. Um, and this is something that is probably going to take some time just because it's so ingrained. You're going to find it very difficult because it's just your head's going to want to naturally pop up, but you can correct it. 
Uh, it's funny, I've actually, I had a lifter once, he actually took a band and he put a mini band around his head and the pad in an effort to make sure he did not lift his head. While I don't condone that, I didn't tell him to do that, but, uh, you know, whatever gets the job done. You know, I've even had coaches say that they have taken duct tape and uh, actually used duct tape as a way to uh, signify that to the lifter. You know, hey, whatever works at the end of the day, whatever you got to do, just do it safely. Make sure you keep your head down because that's going to help you big time in your bench press. All right, moving on. Number two, rushing the lift. We do not want to rush the bench press. And what I mean by that is in all different facets, right? Taking the weight out, we don't want to rush going into the press itself. All right, we want to take our time and steady the weight first. I can't tell you how many times that's been such a crucial element at meets that I've done. And I've been on record many times saying that at a meet, you know, it's because it's something I don't even think of anymore. Sometimes when you get your weight for that bench call, I rarely even remember there's a bench call. And then all of a sudden I hear bench and I'm like, oh shit, you know, there's actually commands. You know, I completely forget uh, because I am so used to now steadying the weight. It usually takes me a while to really steady the weight to where I want it. Uh, this goes more for sure to lifting. If you're a shirted lifter, equipped lifter, you know, you know this importance way more than raw lifting. Raw lifting, you get the weight out. You can steady it pretty quick. Sure to lifting, it's a whole process just to get that weight still because there's just so much weight in your hands. But not rushing that portion, not rushing the pause, especially in training, train with a long pause. You know, all our athletes will train with a pause. The only time they don't is in some scenarios when we're doing speed benching early in the training cycle and we're going to do that touch and go. Uh, but other than that, we are always training with a pause. A lot of the benching, in fact, is with a long pause. We're talking three to five second pause. We're looking to make training harder so that when we go to the meet, it's easy. And the pause itself is a training effect that we want to uh, to to get down. You know, we want to build strength off the chest. We need to be able to bench how we're required to bench in competition. So that's going to be really important. And then the other thing, not rushing to throw the weight back into the rack. You know, there's going to be a component to wanting to steady the weight too. Make sure that uh, you build that lockout strength. You know, I see many lifters get into trouble with lockout strength simply because they never train the lockout. You know, they'll they'll throw the the bar immediately back into the rack and say end a set. You know, there there's never a pause at the top. There's never a hold. You know, in fact, this is something I'm working on in my training. You know, the longer I can hold and steady weight and training and make it harder for myself, the easier it's going to become out of meat. All right. So rushing in all facets because rushing a lift, you see lifters get the bar out, immediately start to dive bomb towards their chest and just all these bad habits you don't want to uh, be creating. All of that is going to be, you know, you're going to enhance your technique by slowing things down. When I get a new lifter in, especially younger athletes, we're talking high school aged athletes, sometimes college, you know, the common theme is that they're just trying to move so fast. They're just moving so fast. And if you try to, you, you just have to tell them, hey, slow this down. You know, hold on to this weight a second at the top. You know, give it a two-second hold. I'm going to tell you when to begin. 
Okay, we're going to pause down there. And then we're going to pause at the top. You know, just slowing them down, getting them used to those paused periods. It's going to actually do a lot for building fundamental technique. Okay, you know, we don't want to take an athlete and make them slow. You know, I don't want that press up to be slow. You know, I want the descent to be controlled, but I don't want it to be too slow. I'm not trying to make them slower. That's not the goal. What I'm trying to do is build their technique, build their foundation. All right. I am trying to get them strong where they need to be strong and benching how they need to be benching. Okay. It's not to make them slow. It's to make them faster in the correct way. Okay. So that's going to be a huge one. That's number two. Habits to break. Rushing the lift. Slow things down. You'll be better for it. You know, when it's time to move, move with intent, move explosively. But let's slow things down where we need to slow them down. Number three is going to be something that I call setting your drive. All right, kind of a unique cue here that is in our top 20 bench cues uh, chart there. So if you want to shoot me that email, I'll send that out to you guys. All right, that illustrates it perfectly, this cue, set your drive. And what I mean by this is I mean making sure your leg drive is set in place before the weight comes out. Because what your leg drive does, it's not just to put force into the bar when you want to actually press the bar off your chest. Setting your drive requires you executing leg drive to stay positioned up onto your traps. So we literally just posted a video today. It's on our YouTube, all right? And it's an analogy I used where your leg drive is like the uh, a cap on a bottle, right? I can squeeze that bottle and create a lot of pressure. Right. If I have good leg drive, is again, we're trying to bottle ourselves up, so to speak, on the bench. Right. Our, our shoulders are capped. We should have good traction on the pad. We're not going to slide. Now, uh, if my leg drive is driving me back, I'm, I'm creating a lot of pressure. I'm folding myself up like an accordion. Right. Uh, I'm creating a good arch. There's a lot of pressure build up there. It's a hard thing to do. My legs are going to be struggling, working hard. If I don't have much leg drive, that positioning is going to severely collapse, all right? And it's like there's there's no cap on the bottle, so there's all the pressure is going to be released, okay? So setting your drive is a huge, huge thing that you want to get down early before that weight comes out. Critical that it happens before the weight comes out. Really, when in, in the setup process, when you're bridged up on the pad, you're coming down to get your feet set. If you're not familiar with our setup style, <clears throat> check it out on YouTube, Big Benches YouTube. We have plenty of info on the, the setup itself. But you should really be pushing back and, and keeping all that pressure from the onset of the setup and never losing it. Okay, very important that you keep your chest driven up as high as you can through the duration of the lift. And you're doing that before the weight comes out. Because what I see oftentimes with lifters is that they let the weight come out and then all of a sudden they decide to push back. So you see, they don't actually reach their potential in terms of driving their chest to the bar until they're actually moving down with the bar. And by then, it's too late. You know, Then we're probably benching through our shoulders because we didn't actually drive our position back to really connect with our back, so to speak. We're not, we're not connecting with our back until we're actually descending with the weight, and that's too late. All right, so that set your drive concept, that's something that's going to be really important to get down. So there you have it, guys. These are three bench habits that you want to break right away if you're doing these things. One, lifting your head. 
Two, rushing the lift in any capacity, whether it's the start, the pause, or even the hold at the end. And then the concept of setting your drive. If you're someone who takes the weight out and then gets serious about leg drive and then gets serious about lifting their chest to the bar, we have to correct that. Okay, so there you have it, guys. I hope this helps you in your training. You know, these are very simple concepts, but they're going to yield such a great benefit for you in your training if you dial these things in. So I'm really glad you listened to this podcast, and I hope these things start to impact your lifting in a very big way. If you like this content, if you like our videos on YouTube, I encourage you, please go check out our VIP membership. Our VIP membership, we, we have exclusive content. So if you like all this, we have more on the squat and deadlift as well. We share training philosophy. We have an awesome community of lifters. Uh, we do webinars. Uh, we do a discount code for everyone in that community. We share videos. You can get critiques on your videos. So it's just a really awesome experience. It's, it's less than $10 a month. You're going to love the VIP membership. So just check it out. If you have any questions... Again, feel free to shoot me an email. I'd love to have you on the team. I'd love to have you in that group. So there you have it, guys. Three Bench Habits to Break. I'm Coach Ben, and I want to say thank you for listening to The Benchcast.